This is Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Follow on Twitter. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. Brennan likes this Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. We Marking Out, y'all. We Marking Out. Pro Wrestling Talk by Pro Wrestling Fans. Before we start the show off today with our normal rabble and babble and everything, guys, I gotta get something off my chest. Not your bra, right? No, no, not my bra. Okay. My bra's my bra's not good today. Okay. Um, for everybody that thinks that you know it's cool to go out and think it's cool to go directly tweet wrestlers and trash talk them and think it's appropriate and then like, oh, let me get a retweet and then go to us and be like, oh, we're going to help you out with our, you know, two fans that we have that actually pay attention to us. It's not. It's not cool at all. Yes, social media is a thing that gives you access to talk to them, but social media is a thing not to be used improperly and going and tweeting people like Shawn Michaels and saying that you're past your prime, give it up, no one wants to see you anymore is wrong. And we don't want to be associated with you either. Yeah, so if you're actually listening to this, which you're probably not, <laughs> go SD. Getting that off my chest now, you are listening to Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans. You can find everything Marking Out-wise on MarkingOut.com. We have a Facebook page if you want to go to that too. Facebook.com slash Marking Out. Continue the pro wrestling talk there. Twitter.com slash Marking Out, where you can access us. And if you, want to be, if you want to trash talk us, by all means. You know, if you want to think that we kiss Zack Ryder's ass, we don't. Because he is a self-made Man, make us laugh though. Yeah, that, that that did make me laugh absolutely. Yeah, subscribe on iTunes. That's the biggest thing that you can do. Get our iTunes rating up there so we can be one of the uh, the elites. Comment rate in the professional podcasting world. I'm here with Dave. Let's get it straight once again. It's Dave, the rave that the ladies crave. And as as I always say, which ladies? And as I always say, I don't know. <laughs> and we're here, with Brandon. <laughs> You didn't even say, I'm doing great. I'm doing great. And I'm here with Brandon as well, as you can hear. Brandon, how you doing? Morning, guys. Uh-oh. But they don't have to know that because this is going to air probably sometimes in their little ears at Saturday night, let's say. Maybe Saturday morning, Saturday mid-afternoon, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Saturday Tuesday, delight. Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, next Friday. I am doing absolutely awesome. As always. All right, great. So last week we had a stack show. That we did. We had a crazy stack show. It was a crazy stacked weekend in the world of professional wrestling. And then we get to Monday, and we get to Monday Night Raw. Monday Night Raw. Yeah, I kind of miss all those bells and whistles that they had in the beginning. Of the Me original. too. Every time I hear that, I, I get chills. Like I really, really brings back so many memories. I miss that. I the the, the police siren going off. Yeah, yeah. I miss woo, that. Woo, 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 woo. And like. Like we had used to have that at the beginning of our show. Um, did, did we? Yeah. yeah. You're the uh, one that kept, like listens to all yeah. these back episodes. You listen to it more than me. Uh, yeah. I can't stand listening to myself. It goes back to the Macho Man Randy Savage episode. Yeah. That's I'm, hardly a back episode. That is. That was May. It's now December. Yeah, and we're but, getting to the end of the year, which will be our Markouts of the Year awards. Yeah. Soon we will uh, announce those nominees. Uh, nom- those nominees will be on MarkingOut.com. As long as as well as some other things, but let's get to Monday Night Raw. Let's do it. You know, I guess last week was them kind of wrapping up the whole Survivor Series jazz, you know, Alberto Del Rio, CM Punk, and this week we had to crown a new number one contender. 
be facing CM Punk the champion at TLC. So then you had a laundry list of matches, and you had a nice promo coming out that everybody wanted to be number one contender. Alberto Del Rio, even though he lost last week. The Miz, because Miz is just on this great tear now of beating everybody up and future endeavoring people. And then John Cena. And the one person that I think should have gotten in this match, but we'll get into it, we'll get into that in a little bit, was Dolph Ziggler. What I thought Dolph Ziggler should have been in should be in this TLC match because well, you know he's been doing double duty the past couple of pay-per-views and been showing that he can do it. But the thing is, yeah. with him holding the U.S. Championship, do you th- still think it's appropriate for him to? hold that title and contend for the absolutely yeah yeah ultimate warrior did it yeah, and he's true. 10 times better than the 100 times better but, than, a million times but, better than the ultimate warrior but perhaps they didn't want to do that because of what we'll talk about what that they're gonna make him to be the next ultimate warrior no about the the match that was made. okay yeah 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 okay we'll get into that we'll get into that in a minute right. you know everybody all four of those guys and also john cena that comes out and it just kind of like i was talking to somebody earlier this week and he made he made a really good point that john cena just goes out there and with some of his promos just like buries talent like with Dolph ziggler on monday night you know, he called him. You know, he's like, "Oh, are you a cheerleader? Are you are you a caddy? Are you Mitch Cumstain?" It's like, nah. why do you have to bring those up? It's just stupid. Like, don't get me wrong. Like, once we get into more in depth into Monday Night Raw, we'll talk a little bit more about why now I'm on on the Regar- I mean, but- regardless, how did John Cena say Cumstain on fucking Monday Night Raw? <laughs> because he's John Cena. But still, like, I still like his promos and everything like that. For him putting down talent, he still puts. Over talent. Look yeah. at Zack Ryder. Absolutely. I and mean, that's something we'll get into in a minute. So then you have everybody set up these matches for um, TLC to get in to face CM Punk for the WWE title. Yeah. The first match starts off Monday Night Raw right there. Bam. Alberto De- um, Randy Orton was the Miz to win this match. Yes, it, but you know Randy Orton running out and getting counted out and continue, continue with the, this feud with Wade Barrett is good. It's oh. like we said that last week, though. It's like we don't, whenever we see Randy Orton in a match, we expect to see him win. And well, I, like I, think, I think we're more catered to that. It's apparent that none of us want Randy Orton to win. I feel like Randy Orton shouldn't have even been on this match. I feel like they could have put somebody else there to have that spot to. Yeah, and also, too, to pump up Wade Barrett. I mean, to pump up the Miz, because he's been on, like, a tear yeah. since Survivor Series. You know, taking out all these guys last week, you know, taking out I really, I really wanted to see Randy Orton be his next victim. But also, too, I think now it's, I think it's become the time in he is going to start putting over talent. As you saw, putting over the Miz, getting into that TLC match. Kind of putting over Wade Barrett now by Wade Barrett, you know, getting the win over him at Survivor he Series. over uh, Cody. He put yeah he couldn't put over Cody Rhodes, putting David Otunga over a stack of presents through a Christmas tree, you know it's it's his time to start putting over talent. But the Miz gets that win, so he gets into the, and then you have Alberto Del Rio versus Daniel Bryan. Daniel Bryan coming off a hellacious steel cage match on the live edition of SmackDown. Great match. It just really made you remember why steel cage matches are so awesome. Yeah, and uh, that one was very, very well done. And you have Alberto Del Rio going over Daniel Bryan. 
So that so then you I have wish a, that match was longer. You you can yeah. you can have a submission match with those two and it would be a very good match. Oh, yeah. But you know, maybe Alberto Del Rio will move the SmackDown. You know, you, you there's so know. there's so many things. There's so many things that we want that may not happen and the WWE may have other plans for we it. We don't know. Yeah, because we don't know. We're just three guys that like to talk about uh professional wrestling. Regardless, go. they they listen to us. I'm positive of it. Brandon, you can go go to sleep every night thinking that, but no, dude, it just doesn't happen that we speak about something and then it happens in wrestling. If you're listening to us, that hire us. Just work. We can like, probably book better uh, a better product than you're booking right now. Well, like, what's what's the conspiracy gimmick? I'm just kidding. That, that happened. <laughs> yeah, wrestlers with conspiracy gimmicks. Um, so then you, you also have a backstage promo, a backstage promo with John Laurinaitis and John Cena, and Zack Ryder. Yeah. Uh, John Laurinaitis makes a, a social experiment for later in the night between two highly touted WWE stars, and if John Cena wins, he gets into the match at TLC against Zack Ryder, which I was. Blown off of my couch about. Was not expecting it. Yeah, I was. You guys weren't expecting that. I wasn't expecting Mm -hmm. to face John Cena after after he said the little social media experiment. Well, it said social experiment. He didn't say social media. Yeah, oh oh, yeah, I meant the social experiment. Either win gets a number one contendership match for the United States title, something that he's been petitioning online. So the stakes in that match were really, really high, and that was really going to put some butts in the seat, as Eric Bischoff likes to say. Not before our Diva Tag Team match this week. Yes. The okay, So there is a bigger piece to this Divas Tag Team match because the promo that they made by those creepy YouTube videos that have been the posting them. kids. Yeah, with the swings. little kids saying that the world is going to end January 2nd, Second. 2012. You know, uh, and the last two words are look within. All right, let's get into it because we've been holding off. I've been holding think? off this. See, as much as I think... That it's gonna be Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. I just, I just have a feeling, and I think he's just gonna come back. Cause a lot of big words were used that I didn't understand. I had to go in a dictionary and look up, look, look up a couple of uh, those words in there. As much as I think it's gonna be Chris Jericho, here's my my idea: Skip Sheffield. I was just gonna say that shit. I know, cause they did apparently, yeah, oh, apparently they they're repackaging him as like a futuristic, almost like cyborg type character, just be a monster. Really look within, really look within to um, see who's who's gonna, you know, could be. Christian. What is it? The Ryback? Ryback or something yeah. like that? He's going as now. He just made That's his the Silverback Gorilla. Uh, he just made his return to uh, WWE apparently yeah, this weekend at a house show. Yeah. So, what better way to plug a huge monster like these really creepy videos? I mean, I think on, underneath all assumptions and everything that's been leaked out on the dirt sheets, allegedly it's going to be Chris Jericho. I hope. Honestly, I want to be like I've read. I think somebody had an article saying that wrestling fans want to be shocked and everything. I want to be shocked. I feel like Chris Jericho, I wouldn't be shocked. Yeah. Yes, it's Chris Jericho, but I want it to be either a I want new FC, talent. Exactly. I want it to be FCW talent or something. Black. Maybe but, even I mean, Tyler Black. I mean, I want to be just, holy shit. Yeah. Hell, what about maybe even Karma? I mean, like we've said, like I've said, we don't know if she was actually pregnant or anything like that. Nobody puts a ring on that unless they're pregnant. Yeah, and that That's ring so was up. the biggest... Up. That was the biggest Mark ring I have ever seen in my entire life. 
Yeah. Her engagement ring was awesome. But if you haven't seen it, it's, it's the ring, and on the, the diamond is surrounded by a wrestling ring. Hey, well, she's a master of her craft. She is. But what does Brandon think about that, though? Brandon, who do you what? think the promo was for? I was going to say Skip Sheffield. All right. Because I know, I remember reading something that, like, before he was injured, Vince was very, very high on him. Yeah. And he's a monster. We've seen him. We've seen him since Tough Enough Four. Yeah, we've been seeing him since Tough Enough Four. He's, you know, he was an original member of the Nexus, the f- one of the first people in NXT. What did he do? Yeah, he hurt his ankle, do? right? He broke his ankle. Broke his ankle. Yeah, and a guy that big, it takes a little time. For oh yeah, him. you can't walk on that shit. Yeah, absolutely Except not. Mark Henry, what happened to him? Yeah, well, right. Mark Henry's <laughs> is a man in and himself, and I don't think he broke his ankle. I think it just hurt. Oh, yeah, being a machine's joking. not a gimmick to him. Yeah, being a machine's not a gimmick. But, you know, before we started getting onto this problem, we were talking about the tag team match and the Divas of Doom losing again this week to Kelly Kelly with I, Eve. I hate that. Why? You have these building up to be just like be Amazon women that you do mm. not want to mess with. And then you have them lose so often to these bimbos. Like, I do not get it. Why? Kelly Kelly, Eve, with Fox, with Alicia Fox, should not be beating the Divas of Doom. Well, maybe they need a little extra firepower, and you know, who knows what? Who who knows what will uh, come around? Yeah, absolutely. But yeah, that's that's the Divas division. Um, so right after right after that, you have John Cena versus Zack Ryder. You know, yes, we make his Zack Ryder's ass, but as I said in the beginning of the show, he's built himself up from nothing and possibly being, you know, future endeavored to... Dude, it's, it's not even that, though. It's like, I wrote it on Twitter. He's we'll kiss somebody's friend. ass whose ass deserves to be kissed. Absolutely, and the whole Zack Pack, Pack knows it as well. Plus, we, like, we being friends with him support him. Yeah, absolutely. That. Like, they're talented. I'll fucking, I'll kiss Dolph Ziggler's ass. Yeah. All right, there we go. We have it set. Figuratively. If, if we ever run into Dolph Yo, Ziggler, Brandon will kiss his ass. Ryder, hook this up. There you go. Yo, uh, why would you get, why would you ask him to hook you up with Dolph Ziggler's ass? <laughs> well, we're asking for you. Yeah. Now, now no, you, I you gotta like, though. you gotta like how he tries to twist around the words just to make him sound I, good. I literally said figure it out. Yeah, no, it's okay. Listen right. back. Okay, it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> back it's to okay. the match. All right, back to John Cena versus Zack Ryder. I thought it was a great back and forth match. I really, um, I it wasn't even like John Cena carried. No, had to carry Zack Ryder at all. Like no. being the big name. Yeah. Nobody had. There was no carrying. It was good flow. Back and there was forth. a couple was like there was a couple of little spots that looked a little iffy, but other than that, it was just back and forth, solid, really great match. I enjoyed it a lot. And you, if you didn't think that John Cena wasn't going to get the win, you're high because yeah. John Cena got the win. John Cena, but now, but that caused a rift between friends. I think that's going to turn into a T-shirt, by the way. But you always say that. What? What? If you think blah blah blah. <laughs> okay, then you are high. Okay, well, okay. What would, you, what would you like me to say instead? If you if you think that, then you're cracked out on methadone. How about I love it? Something you're crazy. Okay, there, yeah. Then okay, you sleep or, with whores. Yeah, then you sleep with gingers. <laughs> yes. Enough said. Okay. What does that mean? You're a vagina. Oh man, we're, All right, there we're we go. okay. Let's get back. Okay, so then you have John Cena making amends of things. And going into John Laurinaitis' office and telling him that Zack Ryder deserves another shot. He busted his ass. John Laurinaitis grants it. He gets another match up right after the John Cena-Zack Ryder match and after, you know, two or three promos. But by giving up his uh, 
title shot. Yeah, and he gives up his title shot. But you know what? He made he made a lot of good points. He's like, I'm a nine-time WWE champion. That's because you know people were giving me opportunities, which is now why I am a full-fledged member of the C Nation. Oh, you can't see me. That was, but you know what? I, I guess Your I know. Turn. Yes, I know it was a storyline. Yes, I know it was scripted. But you know what? That just shows a lot of class. Do you really it, think that if if do you really think if Hulk the, Hogan wouldn't have done that? Just, Hulk Hogan yeah, wouldn't have done that. Say. Hulk Hogan. Do you think the Rock would have done that? Do you think if the Rock was there, he's like Zack Ryder did get another shot if I give up my opportunity? Well, I'm the Rock and I'm the People's Champion and I should be the WWE Champion. I no. can see him doing that for Foley. For Foley, back when Foley was uh, being, I don't know up. about that. I and by the that. way, John Cena's but a ten-time champion, so get it right. Uh, well, he said nine times. Yeah, he, he said nine. He time. said nine time. So you know, maybe he's, can't. He's I don't know. Okay. Counting with John Cena. Yeah, there so, we go. Bam roasted. No, that wasn't roasted. That was, you know. No, but he did say 10. Okay. Roasted Whatever. peppers. Yeah. You can call uh, Sergeant you... Peppers. Are we going to get sued now? Yep. We're going to get sued. Um, <laughs> Michael Jackson. All right. Yeah. So back onto the match. So, so then, then they set up uh, Zack Ryder versus Mark Henry. Absolutely. You set up in a no DQ, no disqualifications, no holds barred match. Mystery I get, opponent. I guess Not a, mis- well, get out a mystery opponent, which was then Mark Henry. Yes. Which. He, you know, he, Zach, was he, he was kicked. yeah, he was smart by you know going for the ankle, slamming his ankle onto the post. Well, you think he had, he had a shot, and then he tries to go for the rough rider and just gets clotheslined. Yeah. Like, but I mean, like right away, once Mark Henry came out, everybody first, everybody's like, it's gonna be Brodus Clay because <sighs> yeah, who who is this guy? I don't even remember. Oh yeah, who when is Brodus Clay I supposed don't even to debut? Remember. But Mark Henry comes out, and you're just like, oh shit. Like it's one of these like, come on, why would they put Zack Ryder over Mark Henry? But they did, and with the help of John Cena coming in, giving the AA, now Zack Ryder is the number one contender for the United States title. And if at the, when we do our predictions for TLC next weekend, if you guys pick Ziggler over Zack Ryder, you're smoking crack. How about that? No, Better? it's not good. That's not acceptable. Why is that because not acceptable? Because when I picked off Ziggler over Zack Ryder, I'm not smoking crack. You know, we don't know. We just see you on Skype. We don't know what you're doing b- behind that camera. I'm- I'm practically straight. What's edge. it? What's what's in that white bottle? That's white vodka. Bottle. What's in that That's bottle? Moisturizing cream. It's vodka, is what it is. <laughs> um, it's not vodka. White. It's clear. Vodka is clear. <laughs> All right, in a Poland Spring bottle, bringing right, me so back it, to my high school days. So then you also had the following match. You had Kevin Ash versus Santino Morella. Okay, yeah, you had Kevin Ash versus Santino Morella. You got to keep. You finally get to see Kevin Ash in the ring again. He looked. He, you know, his he hair just, looked very weird. Yeah, yeah, his goatee looked really. It was weird. like because it was like in the front, but it wasn't yeah. like. Nah. How it should have looked. It was weird. I don't know. You know, but you have to keep Kevin Nash relevant to keep that exactly. Triple H feud, feud going. TLC, you're going to have, it was announced that you're going to have Kevin Nash versus Triple H in a ladder match with a sledgehammer over the top of it. Which I can't that's, see that's Kevin Nash getting. fucking match ever. Nah. Because you don't even have to get the sledgehammer to win. Mm-mm. Yeah. It's, it, no, I don't think so. I think you get the sledgehammer and then you can use it without it's, a DQ. This is what's going to happen. You're going to get the sledgehammer, they're going to nail some space, and then they're going to hit their finisher and win. Yeah. And it's going to be like, true. That's, that's so stupid. It's going to be if – Oh, cool story, bro. Yeah. I don't know. I was going to say I think I think it was – I think Kevin Nash is going to win that. I don't know. But hey, Santino lasted more longer than Bob Backlund, so yeah, there Mazeltov. you go. There yeah. you go. Hey, Mazeltov. Hey. And then you have the uh, last qualifying match. You have Sheamus versus Dolph Ziggler, and you, the, you, the the promo before it, you kind of saw the rift between Vicky Guerrero, Jack Swagger, and 
Oh no, I'm just hey, everything's all right. GFS. So I at TLC when he faced he faces Zack Ryder and also Zack Ryder coming out in that match. Yeah. And you know, causing Dolph Ziggler to lose, which is really it's really getting this feud uh, going. Causing the distraction a little bit. Absolutely. Ca- well, causing the full distraction. Why isn't, why isn't Sheamus in the match then? It should be like no, because you lose- you're in. You mean? Yeah. Right. You know, why would you lose to be in, like <laughs> what? You're in- oh. Okay. Great. All right. Cool. Well, but also, like it, like it didn't make sense. It was just one-sided. Like, why wouldn't Sheamus? Well, it's like it's like the like the beat the clock challenge that they used to have, where yeah, like you'd have you'd have to win. If you don't win, you're not in. I always like that match because I always always I always figure that somebody's gonna fuck up. Either somebody's gonna go a little bit over by like a few seconds and really mess up everything. Yeah. So then you have it. So it's it was a four it was a four way and now it turns into a three way match between at TLC. Uh, between the Miz, Alberto Del Rio, and CM Punk, and you're not going to have a big, big money match without having a uh, solid uh, contract signing. Of course, between the three of them and photo op and photo op gone yeah, sour. What the fuck photo op that? gone sour. Well, the so whole thing funny. went sour because CM yeah. Punk came out, just moves the chair away. He's like, "Let's fight." He's like, "When was the last time there was actually a legit contract signing?" Pier six brawl. There yeah, you're trying to get a pier six brawl, and I loved how he made the the, the subtle jab at Twitter. Let's get pier six brawl trending on Twitter. Twitter and yeah. like makes that smirky face, but then it did trend on Twitter. Yeah, it did. Yeah, that's funny. But if only Gordon Sully could see that. Yeah, he'd be he'd be smiling. His skeleton. Why? What smiling. is a pure six brawl? It's a slobber knocker. Ah. What's a- so there you go, fans. For everybody that's been asking, it's the old way of saying slobber knocker. Before the 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 times of Jr. Which is Which- weird because slobber knocker. If you just say that to somebody, sounds like something dirty. Slobber knocker. Like- <laughs> Well, it's saying a little bit less creepy. Yeah, um, which you know he was right. It did turn into a total bedlam. Thanks to him. Thanks to CM Punk, and I think the best part, you know, CM Punk getting getting Alberto Del Rio through the table and then whipping his WWE title around. Like me, me and Dave had some discrepancies here. Yeah. I thought it was more of a Ultimate Warrior tribute by whipping I, I, that thing around. I thought it looked a little. Okay. From uh, Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Well, how he whips around that chainsaw, he d- did the exact same motion. So, who knows? Wait, just, whipping we're what? Just, we're just three fans. Yeah, we were just, when he was whipping Wh- around his title at the end of the match. I mean, end of the promo. He started swinging it around? Uh-huh. Yeah. No, no. But a big thing we didn't even talk about with Raw was Kane. Another Kane promo, which showed him wearing... The mask. All right, I freaking lost it. Yeah, you once I saw did. him with the mask, and, and they even played his theme song, the old one. There was a little bit where they started playing the old theme, uh, Kane theme song. You really analyze these that. things? No, they they played his theme song. That's not analyzing. Maybe, Maybe we'll they have to go the back and watch him. I flipped out. Yeah, and I think I I'm kind of retracting my statement now. Yeah, they, play, they they played the theme song. But do you think it like because he was Kane has had a shaved head for so long? Do you think full on hood? So have you seen those pictures of him growing his hair back? Yeah, no, I haven't. I saw them, but you know he could just be doing it because he had a lot of time off. Well, regardless, yeah. he could always wear a wig underneath that. Yeah, I mean it's a mask. It's not like if you wear a wig, it maybe how, it will slide all, a little. Hopefully bit Hopefully it won't. Hopefully it won't be a fake cane wig like uh, they did to Luke Gallows. How stupid did you feel in 2005 when was it 2005 in 2003, 2000 whatever when he fucking took off the mask for the first? And everyone like realized that he was wearing a wig for that night. Yeah, because. You Look, it doesn't look like it's a wig, and it's like the craziest thing. Like, yeah, I know. 
That's so crazy. Doink the clown. It made no sense. <laughs> he was doing the clown. And then like the next week he showed up bald. Like that was like for the storyline that made no sense whatsoever. Oh, Isaac Yankum. Oh, DDS. But Kane coming back with a mask. I, I, Can't I, wait. Uh, but as I said, my question, full hood or is he going to just have the mask and have like some sort of hair? What do you mean full hood? Like full like Rey Mysterio style mask, but with like um, the Kane features in the front of it. You know what? I would say either just a mask with the wig or until he grows the hair back. But maybe still have the wig on, to have the hair in the back. Yeah. No, no. Maybe, I'd rather have just a... Uh, maybe have a sweet do. mullet. Hey, maybe. He really doesn't need the hair. I mean, we've already seen him bald, but he doesn't need the hair to prove that he's fucking monster. It's a way to redefine the character. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's, also, it's also a way to redefine the character by having him bald with a mask on. Exactly. I know. Where do you get that, that from? Yeah, that just doesn't... I don't, I don't know, but it's, it's, something, it's th- something new. He can still do his full body suit. I mean, as we see... You just want the full has, body suit. I do. I want the full body suit. As we've seen, he has the glove. He's been using that glove, the old one. Like, it's... The Kane that we all wanted. Absolutely. Absolutely. So when do you think Kane's going to come back? Do you think they're going to keep these promos going until Um, the Royal Rumble? You know what? You know, he'll definitely be back by WrestleMania. What was if Johnny Ace is uh, texting Kane? I don't even know if Kane knows how to text. Yeah. Come on now. Yeah, come on. Come come on. on. Um, Let's get into our musical interlude of the week. And let Andrew's band... And this week, we're gonna play my bands, my Woo! old, my old uh, heavy metal band that I was in, and this was Bounded Silence, and this is actually on a compilation out of Maryland. Good thing we're going to musical intro right now as the birds start screaming. So this is Point Blank. I'm gonna eat some bird, and we'll be right back here on Marking Out.
we're back on Marking Out, pro wrestling talk by pro wrestling fans, and that was my old band. Welcome. Welcome. We're just going to talk like this. Yes. For the entire episode. Thank you for joining us. Thank you. Well, thank you for joining us. Um, you that was. Sound, you both sound normal to me. Yeah. Yeah. There we go. Um, so that was Point Blank by my old band, Bound in Silence. Uh, you can find that song actually on iTunes. There definitely, uh, definitely check it out. I miss, I miss my heavy metal days. I had really long hair, and I drank a lot of Jägermeister. That you did. Yes, amen. But uh, let's get on to other topics in the world of professional wrestling. I mean, our WWE so much. We're going to talk about Impact. We're going to talk about review time here at Marking Out. DVD review. It, or Blu-ray or whatever you want to call it. And we're going to talk about the Brett versus Sean DVD that was released about a month, month and a half ago to rave, rave reviews. And we all sat down here at the Marking Out camp and watched it. And... I was pretty pretty happy with it. I loved it. I think I think the funniest part of it was the fact that like Brett and Sean were like, yeah, we really didn't have any beef, and then it, we just like started we started having beef out of out of nowhere. Yeah, you started insulting my uh, wife and bringing yeah. Sonny into it. Yeah, that I was didn't... pretty much the part where everything started went going sour was yeah. with the Sonny comments. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. I thought the. The documentary piece itself and the sit-down interview was very, very well done. Jim Ross did a great job with that. They just, they just did it so well in general because, like, instead of talking about everything at one time, they separated it. Mm-hmm. And they were like, okay, we're going to start at the beginning of you guys both being in WWE at the same time. Show a little video montage. Talk about it. Do another video montage and then talk about that and then keep nah. going and then talk about, like, the lives after WWE nah. and WCW and everything like that. And, Yeah. I, I like I, I like how they showed like all these old clips, especially of like that Heart Foundation versus the Rockers relationships. Yeah, but the rope broke. A, yeah, but the rope broke, so it wasn't like official because it never aired. Yeah, I I I like seeing clips like That's, that. That sucks though. I know that it, because the rope broke. It did, but they were you know they're all skilled professionals. That's a really like kill you in the ring. Like as you're out there putting on such a like trying to put on such a great match for these fans, then the rope uh, breaks and that just like throws off everything. Because there, there goes a bunch of your moves. I mean, they couldn't even do the finish to the Heart Foundation. I know they couldn't do the heart attack. Yeah. So then the the Rockers end up winning the match. Um, the content itself, like on the DVD, well, I I bought the Blu-ray, is awesome too because they give you the whole hour Iron Man match from WrestleMania. They give you the Montreal screw job. They give you the, the their ladder match that they had mm-hmm. for the Intercontinental title way back in the day. Uh, a lot of more bonus footage, their Hall of Fame induction speeches. You know, as a wrestling fan, this is definitely one of those big DVDs that you have to go out and you have to buy. Yeah. I agree completely. What do you have to say about it, Brandon? I'm not a, I wasn't a big fan of it. Really? It yeah. I Why? I don't know. I just was it something because it, it was before your time? No, nah, definitely not because of that. Because I did enjoy some aspects of it, but it, I just feel like it could have been better. I don't know for what, for what it was. I think one of the reasons I liked it so much was because I grew up during that era and grew up kind of watching these guys. So as opposed to getting into it during like the when did you like the Attitude Era? I feel like that played a factor as to why I was so into this DVD. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, I, I really feel like because there's, there's, they're like they're just not going to top the rise and fall of VCW, which was awesome, and like that's just like one of the best DVDs I've ever seen from them. Now, now do you, what's that? And it's like I don't know. They're just, like it's not going to ever be topped. All right. So all right. What was your favorite matches on this match on this DVD? 
Well, the one that kind of carried significant had to be the Montreal Screwjob match between um, uh, Troll Michaels and Bret Hart because okay. that's what the DVD was. Yeah, <laughs> that's why it all went down. I'm going to go with actually the Iron Man match. Really? Because I, I remember every detail about that match. I remember being, I think I was rooting for Bret Hart and uh, uh, was rooting for, um, what was it, uh, Shawn Michaels. Ah, Jay Silva. Or, or also was the opposite uh, other way around. But I remember watching that over at his uh, old place. Good times. Good times. So now they're making a Rock vs. Stone Cold DVD. I don't think it's going to top it. No, it's not. It's. Why, no, why, Are you it, kidding me? That's going to be so much better. No, because they don't have because legit they're, they're, beef. They're, I feel like for this you do. Yeah, I feel like for this you need legit. Have, no, no, that no, no, that added no, that added to the whole thing. <laughs> no, because, dude, they're great friends. That like these two huge wrestling icons of the '90s and. It's, I don't it's think it's going to top it, though. No, because one on one on one they didn't one on have one. any sort of, like, crazy feud. Like, Shawn Michaels, like, yes, all their matches were great, but it's not, they didn't have the backstage drama. They didn't have calling each other out on TV. Yeah. They didn't have the biggest, most iconic, one of the most big I- iconic matches in all of professional wrestling history in the Montreal Screwjob. Because that was legit. Like, that was a legitimate Shawn Michaels and Bret Hart. Shawn Bret Hart being screwed out of the WWE title with his own finisher. And you have so many people getting into uh, that storyline of itself, the Montreal Screwjob. I mean, even now, how often do you hear about the Montreal Screwjob? I mean, Earl Hebner still hears it, I'm sure, every time a fan sees him. Yeah. Like, it's just one of these reoccurring things as opposed to uh, Rock um, Foley. It's not one of these legit heat things that... It's just gonna you're gonna get caught up with. Yeah, too absolutely. Bad, too bad the DVD is Rock and Stone Cold. Yeah, yeah that's points. But that's what I mean. Uh, now the the final question as we close this out: Shawn Michaels or Bret Hart? I'm still going Bret Hart. Really? Okay. All right. Brandon. Shawn Michaels all the way. If anyone picks Bret Hart, if anyone picks Bret Hart, they must be high. I am high as a kite. Then consider me flying with the RVD. Yeah, right. And uh, and our truth. Yeah. He's airborne right now. I'm picking Bret Hart also because Bret Hart was the first. If it wasn't for Bret Hart, Shawn Michaels probably wouldn't be where he is today because Bret Hart was one of the first guys that wasn't huge. And Hogan and Andre the Giant into the ring. So Bret Hart was definitely is is it. For I me? agree. I agree that Bret Hart was the pioneer to that, but Shawn Michaels is. Like, you could put Bret Hart in other classes. You can't put Shawn Michaels in another class. Well, to be honest with you, I was not a big fan of uh, Shawn Michaels during the DX and all that. I actually hated him. Yeah, because I, I didn't know what he him. was doing. No, but I hated him. Like, I was so... I was just all into Bret, uh, Bret Hart. I hated Shawn Michaels completely. You were like, Mommy, what does it mean to be up all night with a woman? I don't recall that. Yeah. At the that. presidential speech? Are you kidding me when he's making fun of Bill Clinton? No. I did not sleep with that woman. We were up all night. All right. Oh, all right, all right. Great. We're, we're in the same All right. I think that's the end of that segment. Yep, there Thank we you, go. Brandon. Thanks, Brandon. And uh, now we'll go from uh, WWE and Classic Feuds. We're going to go into TNA. This Sunday, live on pay-per-view is Final Resolution, the final pay-per-view for TNA for the year and hopefully forever. I wish it was their final pay-per-view forever. Yeah, well, I just said <laughs> wow. that, right? Way to go. Cool really? St- cool story, bro. Um, 
I don't, because there's a lot of talent, and this card is stacked. As much as we can BS and much as we can bullshit and hate on the fact that there is it's, no matches during Impact, they always load the card up yeah, on a that, pay-per-view. Well, that's the thing. The pay-per-views, they load up, but then on Impact, they have jack shit. And I feel like the wrestlers themselves could put on a great match, but with the way that the storylines are, nobody's interested in seeing those matches. Because they have to put all the divas in skimpily clad uh, outfits to... Uh you know, get their people to buy stuff off TNAShop.com. Yeah, right. But we're going to get, you know, we're going to get... Not like br- Sable didn't do that. Yeah, no, Sable didn't do that, you know, t- 20 years ago. <laughs> but let's get, uh, let's let's start talking about, the, talk about, you know, the matches and everything that goes into them. Uh, let's start off with, you know, we'll talk, we'll get the knockout title out of the way. Mickey James and Gail Kim, the champion for the knockout title. Mickey James in the past couple weeks has been, you know, getting everything thrown at her. Last week with ODB being in a uh, hardcore street fight. And this week facing uh, Madison Rain in another straight up match. And, you know, coming out coming out and being uh the fighting spirit that mickey james is and is she a fighting spirit well in this in this case yes <laughs> all right so let's let's start it off dave who do you think we got between gail kim and mickey james you know what i figured tna loves hot potatoes so i'm going with mickey james really okay all right cool cool i'm gonna go gail kim okay because i think they need to keep her there keeping the titles around her waist and keep They're her happy because right. an angry Gail Kim is bring Gail Kim no. and Brandon I'm gonna go with Gail Kim really I'm amazed that you're not gonna yeah. go with but the... still but still she can go fuck herself for the way she treated <laughs> WWE like in the last few months eliminating herself because she's a fucking bitch are you kidding me I know no offense to Robert Irvine I love your show you're not even listening why am I saying that alright yeah alright but um, okay, so we have that. Um, you have Angle versus James Storm. This all stems to the TNA World Heavyweight Title. James Storm getting attacked the week uh, the week later and finding out it being Kurt Angle. James Storm is playing the whole concussion angle, saying that he may not be able to wrestle. But this week they uh, had their one on one face off, and it's on at Final Resolution. Kurt Angle, James Storm. I think do we think to get retribution for? Kurt Angle beating him up or what do you think Kurt Angle is going to get his final resolution for losing the world heavyweight title to James Storm I'm going to go with James Storm okay I don't think I'll ever choose Kurt Angle ever again really I... Jeff Hardy versus Kurt Angle who you pick <laughs> the concession stand <laughs> alright alright Brandon I don't know this is like it should be it should be James Storm but I kind of feel like it's going to be Kurt Angle so can I put so you down I'm for Kurt gonna... Angle I'm gonna go with James Storm. All right, all right, James Storm. Um, I'm gonna go with James Storm as well because I feel like they need some new blood world title division. And I've seen Kurt Angle. I think Kurt Angle is also a guy like Randy Orton. He's at the point of his career where he doesn't have to win any more championships. And also, plus, apparently, Kurt Angle is supposed to be going to the Olympics. He's not. I'm still convinced he's not going to do well in the Olympics. Okay. And why do you not think he's going to? I think that he. At, like off the roids and everything, I don't think he's gonna do well. I think he's gonna yeah, be but even talents. Like you were, you wrestled in college and you were on steroids, and then as soon as you got off, all right. Steroids, next topic. Next topic. You got you. You wrestled. All right. What's the next there. match? The next. You won. I'll turn. I'll turn, right, turn your it mic- off. Turn it off. Yep, your microphone's right, off. Next. All right. Um, we got Christopher Daniels versus RVD. Um, this has been going for a little bit. This feud. Uh, you had you know. 
uh, Christopher Daniels fight a couple uh, month back or so. You know, getting the screwdriver and ball involved. A lot of backstage fights. So stupid. And also last week between the match between Robbie E and RVD, Christopher Daniels comes in, hits the Angel Wings, and uh, Robbie E gets the win, for, uh, keeps his television title. So. You know what? Also, too, and I said I said it back at uh, Bound for Glory. You know what are you going to do with Christopher Daniels from here? He's probably not going to be in TNA anymore, and they made him that mid card heel. No, we thought he was going to be full fledged Ring of Honor. Yeah, still th- he's going to be, but he hasn't even been in Ring of Honor since he lost the uh, television title. So who do we like here? Do we like uh, RVD or do we like Christopher Daniels? I'm going with Rob Van Dam. Okay, and any particular reason? This is Rob Van Dam. That's a great reason. I'm going to go with RDV. RDV? Yes. All right. So Rod, Rob Damvan? Yep. All right, cool. Just like their T-shirt said. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we still have that picture up, right? Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, we do. All right, cool, cool. Um, I'm going to go with Christopher As I said, I'm going to go with Christopher Daniels because I kind of want to see the heel go over. And okay. I kind of want to see him maybe build more in the spotlight and maybe go into the X Division. Maybe face Austin Aries for the title, but he's not facing him in final resolution. He's facing Kid Cash for the X Division title, or the A Double Division, as you want to call it now. So, what do we think, gentlemen? Do we think it's going to Kid Cash is going to win the title, or do you think he? Kid Cash ain't got shit on A Double. I'm going with A Double. All right, A Double. And I'm going with A Double as well. He's running this division, and then hopefully next month Tony Nese can get back on fucking TV, and we can see him go for the X Division title. Hashtag we want Nese. Okay. Yeah. A double over K double. Oh, that's a good one. Thank you. Yeah. Before I say A double, I want to say that that's going to be a good match. Hopefully. Like, come on, it's Kid Cash. That's your reasoning is just <laughs> no, uh, dude, impeccable come on, today. Come on, you can't tell me that that can't be a great match. It's got to be a great match. match. of the night. Who knows? But I'm going with Austin Aries. All right, cool, cool. I'm going with Jacob Cass. Jacob Cass. Oh my God, I can't. That's so bad in WWE 12. I was actually Jacob Cass in a battle royal last night. Yes, because it's like got oh, random. Fast. Yeah, I was like oh. Man. Um, the television title is also on the line. Eric Young is getting his rematch from, uh, you know, Robbie E, the now television champion. Robbie T in his corner, who has really been helping out Robbie E and ma- making him like a good Weasley-type heel. Yeah. So I'm going to say Robbie in this one. All right. Why are you going with that? Because, I, you know, the Weasley heel is always going to win. You're going to have Robbie yeah. T in his corner nah, and maybe get some gonna... heel-like tactics out of there. To you know, get... the... I think it would just make sense to have Robbie win. All right, cool, cool. Man, Brandon, you're going to be fisting all night? Yeah. Hashtag Brandon likes fisting. Yeah, we haven't we haven't said that in a while. Yeah. We haven't. Oh, man. Hashtag Brandon likes fisting. Bring it back. Bring back Brandon likes fisting. All right? Because he does. He loves it. Um, the Make t- sure you bring the lube. <laughs> the t- what does that mean? You don't need lube to fist. <laughs> you don't. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, so the uh, TNA Tag Team titles are on the line with Matt Morgan and Crimson, the champions, who, or whatever the last pay-per-view was. Fact. Fact. And facing the, the new team of Pope and Devon, who won the number one contendership last week. Uh, this week on Impact, they had a nice little promo. Devon saying that... Devon really giving Matt Morgan and Crimson some uh, commends, saying that, you know, they could definitely be legend, and he made so much history with, you know, the Hardy Boys and the Steiners, and I loved how he didn't mention anybody from the WWE. 
edging Christian, perhaps. Um, I'm going to say Matt Morgan to Crimson because I feel like really? Pope, because to me, Devon and the Pope are an odd couple because the Pope still has all those heelish like tactics. And then you have with the low blows and with all. the with the low blow at the end of the promo too, yeah. and Devon is just all about being a face and being uh, everybody loves him. So I'm gonna say Matt Morgan and Crimson because right. I think there's gonna be some uh, definitely some connivingness on the Pope's part, and uh, that'll gotcha. cost them. Well, you know what? That's why I'm going to choose the Pope and uh, Devon. Really? Yep. Okay. You just have no faith in them, do you? Nope. <laughs> Are you a reason to? Nope. <laughs> I'm going with Crimson and Matt Morgan. All right, cool. We have uh, we have some nice little. Uh... When I don't want to happen, <laughs> we start switching it up a lot. Absolutely. Um, also, too, getting to like the more prevalent parts of the pay-per-view final resolution, you're gonna have a steel cage match with Jeff J- with Karen Jarrett handcuffed ringside. Between Jeff, she's probably used to. Can you just leave her handcuffed to ringside like forever? Well, it's a steel cage match, so I think she's gonna be handcuffed to the steel cage. You have Jeff Jarrett, the king of wrestling, versus Jeff Hardy, who's been trying to the king of the drug per- drug lord, the RX. Um, so, and if Jeff Hardy wins, he gets to be number one contender for the TNA Heavyweight Title. If he loses, he has to step out of TNA forever. You really, I really do not see Jeff Hardy losing this match. So I'm going to go with Jeff Hardy. As I as feel as like he's going to have a Jeff Hardy moment and do like a swanton bomb off the top of the cage. Hi. I'm going Jeff Hardy. You're going Jeff Hardy as well? All right. I think it's an obvious choice to go Jeff Hardy. It really is. It's bad. You know, because he's trying to make his redemption. He's trying. He's getting on everybody's sides. You see him, you know, Styles. It looks like AJ Styles is on his side. Um... And, I don't know, it's just... I just only AJ Styles had the status of John Cena. Yeah, right? <laughs> then everybody would get everywhere. Hopefully Tony Nese would uh, be on the card for once. Yeah, right. And then you're going to have your World Heavyweight title match, the TNA World Heavyweight title. It's going to be defended in a 30-minute Iron Match. We talked about a six, uh, epic 60-minute Iron Man match. We talked about it last week, too, as CM Punk, Alberto Del Rio was about a half-an-hour match. Yeah. This one is going to be between uh, Bobby Roode, the champion, and the man we just mentioned, the phenomenal one, AJ Styles. Ring of Honor has 30-minute matches. Yeah. They they actually broke their record last week by having a 72-minute long match. Jeez. It was like a five it was like a five on five elimination style tag match. Um. Crazy. Crazy. But I think Bobby Roode is definitely gonna get the win in this one. I think they're really trying to cement him yeah. more as a as a champion. I'm trying to remember who's in the final five, five on five. I know you had world's greatest tag team, Briscoe Brothers, uh Eddie El- Edwards, Elgin. Um, it was the House of Truth. Oh, I forget. But um, we're talking. Yeah. yeah. TNA All sidetracks right. <laughs> us to Ring of Honor. <laughs> Brandon, we'll start you first. Uh, and you I'm just gonna go with Bobby Roode. Mike. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. All right. He's off the chain, right? Um, Dave. Silence. Shit. Silence <laughs> is deadly. Uh, we're not at a, we're not at a golf match here. Yeah. Right. You know what? I'll go and buy Rude. All right, excellent. I'll, I'll give them a little bit of credit that maybe they won't hot potato the their main title. Yeah, but 
I'm saying Bobby Roode as well. I just feel like they've really been trying to build him up. You know, they had to break him down to losing the Bound for Glory series to build him up to be a talking great to, heel. Talking about breaking down to build up. Hey, Smojo. Oh yeah, we yeah Smojo not even on the card and he loses to Abyss this week. Yeah. With the help of Bobby, uh, Bully Ray and Scott Steiner. Yeah. Ugh. So here, this is something that I heard this week from hear? somebody that I think was was the most amazing Mark dream that could ever be possible. What's that? Before we get into uh, Brandon's shoutouts, I was listening to somebody talk, and they were talking about Samoa Joe. Okay. And if he ever made the transition to WWE. Mm-hmm. Listen to this idea that they pitched, which I was like floored about. Samoa Joe debuts at the Royal Rumble. Eliminates 15 guys and then gets eliminated that night. Comes out on Monday Night Raw, makes a big speech about who he is. He's like, I just, I had the most eliminations ever in a Royal Rumble last night. I beat Kane's record. He goes on, Elimination Chamber, faces Kane, beats Kane. Then he goes, I've, I've beaten one What do you think? I don't think that'd be a good match. Not at all. Why do you think that wouldn't be a good match? Because Samoa Joe has to learn WWE style before getting into ring with WWE guys. But he's such a great wrestler. Look what happened with him. I know, but that, but that's different WWE. because they fucking butchered okay. him. All right, um, the Royal Rumble idea, I like. Yeah, you you, fact you want him, him to debut the same way Taz debuted. But except the thing in is, no, Rumble? yeah, but also too, Taz was debuting in New York. Nah. So like, but also the thing with him with uh, Kane putting him over, I. Don't like because Kane's because trying to rebuild. Exactly, Kane's just coming back as this big, huge force. So you can't put one new force coming in with a rebuild, uh, rebuilt new force. Okay, you can't have that uh, clash together. But, but, do, you, but do you think like, like if you do you think Samoa Joe, if they brought him in, would transition over the WWE? Well, yeah, I, I think he would. I think he has really great uh, ring ability skills. I think he could hold his own. Right. Definitely, as we've seen in the past. We've seen a, a trifecta lot. of yeah. matches between those guys. You don't think, Brandon, Brandon you don't think he's going to go over well? I, not not at first. Not like, yeah, he'll be huge in WWE, but you got to, he's got to learn first, I feel like. I mean, uh, I think he, him and Sheamus would put on a great match. But I, I feel like he's kind of catered to that style being a team. I don't know, even CM Punk in. went through the... Developmental for years. Yeah. Well, look at Sam Punk was with ECW, I guess, learning the WWE ring a lot yeah. for a long time, too. Yeah. Um, honestly, maybe with the Royal Rumble and everything, have the last person he eliminates or uh, be Sheamus or have them both eliminate each other with like a clothesline to the outside, starting up a few with Sheamus and Samoa Joe, because that would be a match that I would like to see. So would I. I, I would like. I just want to see Samoa Joe in the WWE because I feel like that he's been in TNA and he's been getting butchered for the yeah. past year or so. I think TNA, WWE will be like, hey, come in. We're going to make you a monster. But uh, they've been saying oh, that for they, he has to come in as Samoa Joe. I'm yeah. sorry. He can't come in as like a, a helper to the fucking – Samoa thing. Jeff. Yeah, Samoa Jeff. Wouldn't it be Samoa Jeff and be like they, Tofu Alahi or something? Yeah, yeah, like a real name or something like that. Yeah. But I don't know. His real name. Mark, we don't know. Mark Mark dreams here. Brandon, his real name Samoa Joe? I don't know. We don't know because we're just three guys. Hashtag uh, Mark dreams. Hashtag Mark dreams. Brandon, who you shouting out? Brandon, shout outs. Robert De Niro. Want to fuck me? 
I okay. I was watching Romeo and Juliet the other day. Yes, the children's movie. And all of a sudden, a commercial comes on for a product in the movie called the Terra Firm. Getting a shout out is because Hulk Hogan was the narrator for the commercial, and I was completely caught off guard by it. So, I guess I guess Mark. Hogan gets this one. So. Mark. And then uh, number two, got to give it to Big Show and Trace Atkins, everybody's favorite cowboy, because when Big Show was at the American Country Awards, he was involved in a uh, backstage little skit with Trace Atkins and ended up chokeslamming him through a table. What? Trace Atkins took a, a, a chokeslam a through choke a table? A chokeslam through a table. Yes, he did. Wow. Impressive. <laughs> yeah. Trace Atkins is like Undertaker size. Yeah, it's I know. Like, I would even say taller. Might, might be even taller. Maybe. How did that go and, over with the crowd? Uh, it's a it's a music award show. Like they don't. Like, They're like, who's this it was guy? Like, choking it was like Trace they Atkins. They they laugh, so it was. We funny. gotta get and back then, there. And then Big Show, and Big Show came out and presented an award. So actually, yeah, the Rednecks know they're wrestling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then my my third and final shout out goes to the Big O. Uh, support everybody's broski. The T-shirt's about twenty five. Uh, all you have to do is go to eBay and type in official Big O, and it should be the first choice. If you can't find it through doing that, we also have the link on Twitter and Facebook for it. That awesome. we do. That we'll we check do. It out. Great shout-outs today, Brandon. I love it. I was I was assuming something last night. I'm like, okay, it's going to be um, an NXT match. It's yeah. going to be Taylor Swift, and I forgot what the third one was going to be. But these were actually uh, NXT, Taylor Swift. Shit, I forgot. The, we were talking about this last one. night. Oh man! All right, whatever. Well, we were in the middle oh, of playing. Oh well, yeah, you guys can go fuck. Yeah, it wasn't Kelly Kelly. No, yeah. Oh yeah, the third one was supposed to be Kelly Kelly. Okay, no, was it? Was, no, yeah. it wasn't. No, I don't know. Oh don't man, know. we were talking about this last night, but you know, a few BLLs and uh, <laughs> it slips your mind. Uh, all right, the shameless plug time. Shameless plugs. All right, we're on to the shameless plugs. New. We're gonna start with at Sir Tweets underscore a lot. He's a Mark that follows us. Go follow him. Absolutely. Then we got another fellow uh, podcast. We got at FTW Podcast. You can go fi- uh, find them on www.theftwpodcast.com. Another another pro wrestling podcast. We got to support our, uh, our brothers out yes, there. Yes, you want I'm, diversity, go check them out. Absolutely. You know, and also, too, you know, someone mentioned it to me this week as well. You know, you don't want to... Uh, podcasts, wrestling podcasts in general, you shouldn't be hating on each other. No we hate. should be just be rise one. Above. Yeah, rise above hate, and that's what brings us to our third shout out. Talk, talkwrestleradio.com. You'll be able to find a numerous amount. This is good. This is going to be podcasts. yeah. Uh, this is going to be a brotherhood of wrestling podcasts coming together to form almost like a radio station of wrestling podcasts. There's going to be different types of shows on there. A uh, couple podcasts. FTW Podcast just got announced to be on Talk Wrestle Radio. Uh, wrestling Randomness or Wrestle Randomness, excuse me. They talk about really interesting stuff. Uh, the Rant as well. They yeah. have Wrestling Roundtable. We're working all together. We can make we're something really big. We're Yep, and we're, uh, we're, in some, we're, in some, we're in talks with them. Right? Rise Above Hate. Wrestle, wrestling Podcasts Unite, all right? So go check all those shout outs. Hashtag Marks, Marks Unite. Yeah, ha- hashtag Marks Unite. And if you like Marks, you're going to be ready for this one. It's our. Mark out moment of the week. 
mark out moment of the week, and I think this is in the running for mark out moment of the year. Hell yeah, it is. Hell yeah, because last Saturday, I was at work, and I get on my break. Everybody knows that, you know, weekends, I usually, I wait tables. It's it's not a bad gig. Um, I, get a, I call my fiance, tells me she spent a whole lot of money, and for our wedding present slash birth, my birthday present, which is in April, you guys can, uh, I'll make an Amazon wish list so you can send it all to me. Hold on, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta get, compose ourselves here for a minute. We're going to WrestleMania! Woo! We're going to WrestleMania, ladies and gentlemen. We are getting sent down to WrestleMania. We have our tickets in hand already. Yeah, we do. We're flying down. We're going to be down there for WrestleMania weekend. So if you guys are going down there for WrestleMania weekend, try to find us. We'll be there for access. We'll be all over the place. We're Who gonna- knows? Maybe we'll end up at Wrestle Reunion, $5 Wrestling, Dragon Gate, Ring of Honor. Everything. We'll let you guys know. It's going to be a Mark-filled weekend, and I can't thank Rachel enough. She's the best. She really is the best, and this is, a, a for any wrestling fan, is a dream to go to the biggest... Biggest. This is like especially because we've me. Um, I'm going as the guest as well. Yeah, because um, Rachel doesn't want to. Oh, but this is our first WrestleMania as well. Yeah, and also too, it's the biggest WrestleMania. Yes. Yes, I guess it's in Sun Life Stadium, and Sun Life Stadium is the best. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's the biggest. I went to the biggest WrestleMania. Which one was that? D- yeah, WrestleMania 20, where it all begins again. Yeah. Ooh. Well, did you see John Cena face The Rock? No. no Bam. Roasted. I got to see John Cena face the Big Show for the United States Championship. Yeah. Well, in did the you opening get match? <laughs> well, did you get to see two of the biggest icons? I got to see The Rock's last match against Evolution, teaming up with Mick Foley. You're just trying to. You're just trying to like stack the deck because nothing is going to stack. I will the- stack the deck. Are you kidding me? I saw fucking Shawn Michaels, Triple H, and somebody that people don't like to mention, Chris Benoit. I know, but that's the biggest match in WWE history. And that's just one match. And that's just one match. Who knows? Maybe we'll end up seeing CM Punk versus Stone Cold. Or CM Punk versus Chris Jericho. Who knows? And who's The Undertaker going to face? Who knows? Because we don't know. Because we're not the bookers. And it could be Undertaker's last match. And it could be be disappointed if Undertaker didn't wrestle here. If he he goes 20-0 and and just... Walks out. But would you be disappointed if Undertaker didn't wrestle this year? Yes. Yeah, definitely. I would, but it wouldn't change the fact that we're going WrestleMania. Hell yeah. And we, I marked out and screamed, and there's going to, there is. Chris actually called me. I picked up the phone. Hey. WrestleMania! I did. I did. And there's video of me marking out to Rachel, which is up on markingout.com and also our YouTube page. Go check that out. And that's our show for this week. Thank you very much for listening. Next week, we're going to talk about the fallout. We'll talk a little bit more WWE. We're going to talk about Final Battle. Yes. Hammerstein Ballroom, December 23rd. Gets that Ring of Honor in there. Get some Ring of Honor in there. Steen versus Carino. Maybe be... a match that has been uh, over a year in the making, pretty much. Yeah, you... From last Final Battle. Jimmy Jacobs, everything. Uh, Jimmy Jacobs will be in there. Eddie Edwards versus David Richards. We're going to talk all about it. And we wish you... Oh, wait a minute. Facebook.com slash marking out. Yep, yep. Definitely do that. Twitter.com slash marking out. Do that, too. Don't even want to say these, because you can just go to markingout.com Definitely and find do that. everything going on with marking out and the world of professional wrestling. And we wish you the... Best of luck in your future endeavors, and take care, spike your hair. Adios, Marks. Oh, no.
no, I wanted to, I wanted to end it differently. Okay. Let's go later, Marks. Like Dom Segler says. Hashtag heal. I always like I feel like he's always talking to us when he, he says that. He, he's gotta finish it, he's gotta say Mark. 